This is not going to be a pleasant experience. You are going to see and hear things that are not going to be very nice. Experts divide serial killing into two general types: organized and disorganized. An organized killer brings everything he needs to complete the murder. A disorganized killer improvises. Begin. Listener discretion is advised. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. You I, murdered I, 11 people. I feel like I feel like this guy's just not right. Duh. So at this point, Charles and Carol are arrested. Now, you said that she turned herself in crying, saying that he killed someone. Mm-hmm. So do you think she's playing the victim? We'll, we'll discuss in a second. Oh. Okay, you're jumping the gun a little bit. They're both arrested. So Charles was brought up on one charge of first-degree murder for the murder of Robert Jensen, the teen who tried to help him after he drove into a ditch. I could not for the life of me find why they didn't try him for the other murders. Like, they just... I mean, I guess the Robert Jensen one... His car was at the scene so they could, like, link him to it. Robert Jensen's girlfriend, Carol King, was at the scene as well. So, like, why couldn't they at least... I mean, it really doesn't matter, but it just... I don't know. It bugs me that I could not find that anywhere. So, um, Charles... This is another uh, karma situation. I love it. Charles willingly chooses to be extradited from Wyoming to Nebraska. So, that means that he was going to... He was picked up in Wyoming, so he was going to get tried to Wyoming. But he was like, no, I can be tried in Nebraska. Strictly because the governor of Nebraska at the time was vocally against executions. However, funny thing is, that governor made an exception for Charles. Oh, So Charles, during the trial, kind of kept changing his story. So he initially said that Carol wasn't even present for the murder of Robert Jensen. Then, once he found out that she was kind of like placing all the blame on him... He claimed that she was a willing participant. His lawyers were even wishy-washy and bounced back and forth between him committing the murder due to insanity and him being completely innocent and, like, like pick one. Right. Like, you can't just play both sides right. of the field. Either you gotta you- pick one and commit to it. The jury, though, wasn't having any of it, and Charles Starkweather was convicted of murder and sentenced to death. Now, Carol Fugate maintained her innocence through her whole trial... Even to this day, she still does. 
She claimed she was a hostage and he just threatened to kill her entire family if she didn't follow him, supposedly unaware that he had already killed her family. The judge declares that she had multiple opportunities to run away, and so then on November 21st, 1958, Carol Fugate was given a life sentence and became the youngest person in American history to be tried for and convicted of first-degree murder. This will conclude the episode. Thanks for tuning in. If you like what you hear, please leave a comment and subscribe. Thank you.